This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everybody. It's Monday, which means it's game bet match time and looking ahead to the WTA Tour events every Monday, as we do here on Because We Win. I'm joined by Rory Jawani, our tennis handicapper for the WTA Tour. Uh, Rory, uh, last week, it's one of those ones that got away, wasn't it? I mean, there are a couple of a couple of tournaments this season. You've been saying that uh, Krajikova is on her way back. She was the girl that we, uh, we, we were highlighting as having a... In, in some early tournaments, and last week she goes and does the unthinkable and beats Igor Shriontek in the final to land the tasty winner. And you know, just what happens in betting, we we don't collect. We're not on that week. Typical, isn't it? Really, it really is. And I, I, yeah, we I backed her a couple of times this season. I, mean, I think before Doha, I would have backed her had she not gone out earlier that day to Veronica Kudometova. We we were talking about it just after she'd gone out. And then Dubai, she didn't start well. She had to save four match points against Darius Kazakina, who's been in terrible form. And there was I thinking, oh, I'm glad I didn't back her this week. And <laughs> then she beat Ketchikovitova in straights. Um, and she got bageled by Irina Sabalenka in the first set in the quarterfinals, came back to win, beat Jessica Pegula in, in three, and then beat Sviontek in straight sets. Who, and she'd looked unbeatable at that point, up to that point. So... She'd be at the world number two, the world number three, and then the world number one to take her first WTA 1000 title. And I didn't have the penny on. So, yeah, oh, it's one of those things. Um, how many times does that all... happen, though, in betting? Oh, it happens so many but times. I, I, I think you'd said at one point that Krajikova was taking over from Contivate as, as my main mention. Um, speaking of Contivate, she's actually out injured. She's, she's taking a couple of weeks off to... She's had a lower back problem for quite a, a, a long time, she says. So maybe she'll come back once she's fully rested up um, to some sort of form. But I think for the future, we probably won't get much of a price in Krajik for the rest of the season now. Um, we might get better prices about Sviontek. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I was just getting that sinking feeling, that feeling when you know you should have been on something. When she was coming back against Sabalenka, I was just thinking, she's going to do this. And um I, I really didn't think she'd beat Sviontek, though, I have to say. She had beaten her in the Ostrava final last October. Um, that was indoors, much quicker conditions. But, uh, yeah, she was fantastic in the final. Um, it just goes to show that, you know, anything can happen in WTA. It's, it's anything but predictable. Uh, just looking at the head now to the French Open, though, before we go on to this week, and we look at some yeah. prices on the French Open. I think you actually mentioned... Kajikova as potentially be somebody to look at in the French Open. I think she was about 33 to 1 when you mentioned a, a couple of weeks back. She's not that price anymore. She's down to 14 to 1. Um, she's about the fifth favourite, though, which surprises me. Uh, Eagle Schrontek is around about even money, about minus 110, something like that. We have Andre Burr, who's the second favourite, who hasn't really done anything this year. Uh, Zachary, surprisingly, around the same price as Kajikova, who's a former winner 
in yeah. the, the Roland, at Roland Garros. And uh, Ribikina is a lower price than Krajikova. And, and and also Sabalenka in that uh, mould and Corey Goff. But um, I think mm. on the evidence of what we saw last week and the fact that she's been in the world number one and, and probably the only player who looked anywhere capable of taking a set off a let alone beating her, I think she should be clear second favourite heading into the into Paris in a couple of months' time. I'd agree with you. I mean, I think you know she she's won it before, and you look at the players shorter than her in the betting. Um, out of all of them, I mean, I mean, Zachary's had chances. She hasn't been in great form this year. Rybakina is not not a clay court player at all. You know, a lot of these players now they're very good on sort of hard courts. You know. Almost all the tournaments this year are played in hard courts in, in, on the tour. And they're usually sort of medium pace, slower side of medium. So Sviontek is going to be suited by those. And she's fantastic on clay. But, you know, you don't have that many clay court specialists like you used to. Um, and and people who are, you know, women who are proven on clay. Krajikova is proven on clay. She's just beaten the world number one. So you could argue she should be second or third favourite. I mean, Jabir is currently injured. Um, see, she reached did she reached the final. No, she didn't reach the final last year. She went out first round last year, mm. but she's gone deep in the French before. And and her game, she does play well on clay. We've seen her play well on clay. And, and Coco Goff got to the final last year. You'd argue that in that bracket should be Grzyk for those. Obviously, Sviontek, clear favourite, so she should be. But then... Goff, Jabir and Krajikova should be almost in that second division and then the rest, bigger prices. I think the other reason I quite like her as well is because with the other sort of competitors and the other contenders, you're really playing for the place money to get to the final against Shrontek. And when they get to Shrontek, you know that they're not, not going to win it. You know, you need, Zachary's not going to beat her in the French Open final. Curry Goff, I can't imagine beating her. She, she didn't even come close last week in, in Dubai. But Krajikova is probably the only one who can who, well, as, we, as we've seen at the weekend, can beat her. So for that reason alone, I think she should be second favourite because if she does get to the final place for Yontek, she can beat her, as the others I don't think can. No, ex- exactly. So, I mean, 14 to 1. I mean, yeah, it's, it's shorter than she was last week. Yeah. A lot shorter, but but given all the evidence as you've presented it, she she should arguably short, be shorter than that, probably single figures. Mm, I think she probably will be single figures. She can kick up that uh, form. And that momentum, Absolutely. obviously, last season wasn't a great season for her, but this season she started exceptionally well. And it was highlighted, to be fair. Rory did highlight it. Krajika is coming back to form. So if you had watched this podcast, although we haven't given it as an official pick, you may have made some money on her in some matches and you may have listened to something that we said. The penny sometimes drops on these podcasts and sometimes we talk about and somebody might bet it without us actually saying we should bet it. Think, oh, we mentioned them, the boys on Game Bet Match mentioned uh, Krajika, and hopefully some of you took the advice. Me and Rory didn't, but hopefully some, <laughs> some, some, of, you, some of you did. Uh, last week was an absolute fantastic week of women's tennis. It was the number one tournament in Dubai of the week, including the ATP Tour as well. The top 10 in the world, barring one, were in action. Um, apart from that, I think I was injured the other one, couldn't play. This week, we come down to earth with a bit of a bang, haven't we? Uh, we've got two tournaments, the WTA 250 events to stop. The first one we're going to talk about is in Mexico. It's in Monterrey. Karen and Garcia, a regular at the moment, playing a lot of tournaments, picking up a lot of money, prize money and uh, appearance money, I'm guessing. She's the number one seed, probably a, a flaky number one seed. Actually, the tournament favourite as well. 
Abuzakova is the number two seed, which sums it up the quality of what you have here. Uh, then we have at number three, we have oh, who's number three seed. We have uh, Donna Vekic, um, a player that Rory expects to have a good year on the grass courts uh, campaign. And Lisa Mertens is number four. So they're the top four seeds. Um, before we look at the betting on the outright betting in the Mon- in Monterey, uh, give us a little bit of um, an update on conditions, court speed, uh, and what the hard courts, the deco type hard courts, are going to be a bit like for the players, and what the betters should be looking for. Yeah, it's not going to be quick. Um, I haven't seen any of the qualifying. Usually someone puts up some YouTube videos of qualifying, qualifiers for these sort of tournaments. I haven't seen any. Um, Last year, uh, Leila Fernandez beat Camilla Osorio in the final and conditions were pretty slow. They, you know, very much slow side of medium. Um, Not really one for the big servers or the power hitters. You're looking at players who can trade from the baseline, not make too many unforced errors. And, you know, they can, winners are there to be hit, but it's not quick. So it's not as slow as clay, but it's certainly not as quick as, you know, it's not as quick as, say, Dubai last week. Or, I mean, we've just had a tournament in Merida in Mexico, a, a 250. Um, that was a bit quicker than it's going to be this week. Um, as you say, Carolyn Garcia is a top seed. Um, most of the top players this week, the reason why the quality of the field is fields are not so strong is that most of the players taking the week off because next week is Indian Wells and then you've got Miami after that. So two WTA 1000 tournaments, a lot of players taking the time off. Carolyn Garcia isn't. I mean, she's played a few of these lesser tournaments already this year. Um, she played in Leon on home soil, you know, where she lives and lost in the final to Alicia Parks. Um, she's very, very short for this tournament, plus 275. Um, yeah, she is short. She could meet Camilla Osorio in the quarterfinals, which I think would be very interesting. Um, Osorio, who should have beaten uh, Magdalene Lynette last week in Merida. Uh, she had, I think she had a couple of match points to win in straight sets. She blew them. She was 5-2 up in the second. That's right. She was a set and 5-2 up. Blue two match points, Lynette won in the third. Um, I think she could go far here. Uh, Camilla Georgie, who won in Merida, um, she was on a going week. Um, she beat Rebecca Peterson, the Swedish qualifier in the final. She's in the top half, uh, as is Elise Mertens. So uh, the top half looks looks a bit stronger. The bottom half looks very, very open. But uh, yeah, as far as conditions, looks pretty slow. Um, you wouldn't expect big servers to go well. So Donna Vekic, she's in the bottom half. As I said, I think she'll go well this season on on quicker services. I think she could have a good run in Wimbledon. I don't think this is the tournament for her. Just looks a bit bit sluggish, the conditions for her. Um, Katerina Siniakova, she had a good run in Merida. She's in the bottom half. Lin Zhu, who didn't give us any sort of a run for our money in Merida. She's in the bottom half. Um, Elisabetta... Cochiretto, uh, she's actually playing in Austin. Um, she was our pick in Merida. She went out in the quarterfinals. Um, yeah, as you say, not the best quality field by any stretch. And um, I mean, we'll look at the betting very shortly, but Garcia's say, very, very short. Vekic and Buskova next best at plus 650 and Georgia. Let's put, put the graphic up here now. On the, yeah. this, this, is, this is the outright market now. We have Carolyn Garcia at plus 275. Buskova 
at plus 650, as you mentioned. Donna Vekic at plus 650. Conditions aren't going to suit her. Camilla Georgie traveling. Uh, well, not, not having, haven't got much to travel, but not far at all, really. Same country, Georgia. Uh, Georgie is plus 900, at least. Mertens. Uh, She's got a follow-up as well, of course. That's hard. Know, that's obviously, yeah. very, very hard. Stinia Kova, 1,400. Anima. Uh, 1600 Lin Ju 1800 uh, they're the markets they're the top sort of few betting I agree with you on Carolyn Garcia I mean I think she's um, she's not going to really want to go all out and win this tournament when she's got some big tournaments coming up in a stateside on the hardcore season where she's going to up some big big prize money I think she could get beat in the first round I think uh, I think that's uh, a tough first round against Wav and she's minus 700 to win the first round uh, the game handicap you can get uh, plus five and a half games. Uh, I don't see any. I think that's a tough, tough, tough first round match. I think I'll see. Yeah, Kaiyuvan is. Yeah, yeah I think, I think... is a good player. She's a good player, and her form's not brilliant. Um, yeah, I, I think, as you say, if she's not playing, as you say, she she might not be all out for this tournament because of what's coming up, and. I don't think conditions as you know, she's got a really big serve, as we know. Not sure the court conditions will really play into to her advantage with that. Um, and Yuvan could could make things tricky. As I say, I, I fancy her to get past the first two rounds without too much trouble. I mean, Yuvan might give her a, a, a few a few questions, but but Asorio in the quarterfinals, I think Asorio is is exactly the sort of player. So she reached the final here last year. She should have won last week against the top seed. I think Osorio, she's also my outright pick. She's $20. Um, I, I really I really like her chances here. I, Garcia aside, this doesn't look as strong as, as last year, the field. Um, yeah, I mean, Garcia played standard. in a tournament. Was it, she played in where did, where did, Doha. She was in Doha. She was a very short favourite in Doha. I think we spoke and said, what is she doing there? She's only doing there for the appearance money. And she got beat in the quarterfinals by Zachary. And she was, wasn't was impressive at all. She In the first round match, she plays Makova, obviously been in good form since, but struggled to get past her. And then she got beat by Zachary. I know it's a, a, a tougher field, but she seems to be turning up at these events way be questionable about the motivation of being at this event. I mean, I don't see any point in, in, in this tournament when you've got you know, the two big tournaments coming up. Um, and I don't think she maybe I mean, she's maybe she's looking for a confidence boost. I mean, Zachary went to Linz and that didn't work out. I mean, you know, quite often, you know, they go to these tournaments, you know, on paper, uh, easier tournament, easier field. Um, sorry, just seeing the sun's coming through, making things a bit, bit tricky. Um, but <laughs> make the most um, of it, Rory. Make the most, yeah, of it. exactly. Yeah, um, but you know, quite often these, these attempts at, at confidence boosters don't work out because you're up against players who, you know, no no offence to them, but they're not really going to be challenging Indian Wells and Miami. This is, these are big tournaments for them. Mm. This is a chance to win maybe a first 250, a first WTA title. Um, so they're going to be really going for it. Whereas Garcia, who, you know, she won the WTA finals last year. You know, she's, uh, she's, she's a top 10 player. This might, she might not be, as you say, she might not be going all out here. Yeah, your pick is uh, Camilla Azario, uh, beaten finest last year here. Uh, she had t- a tough match, the first round match, though, against the number seven seed, Maya Sheriff. But Sheriff is in shocking form, one and four this year on hard courts. They've met, the last time they met, Azario won 6 4 6 2. 
They did win in the French. They did meet in the French Open in 2020, which Sheriff won six four six love. But uh, now it's a very different ball game. And Azario is uh, a man minus three dollar favourite to win that, despite Sheriff being the uh, the seeded player at seven. But uh, I agree with you. I, I like the idea of fading Garcia at some stage, and if we can get Garcia beat from that quarter or that section of the draw and take that percentage of the book out, which is 36% of the book with the, the, the win market for Garcia there, that has to go to Osario. And if we can get Garcia beat without even Osario winning a match, you're half in price on the back of that defeat. So I like the logic there. Points to defend. Nice fit for the the uh, the tournament winner there. Uh, let's have a look at some matches. You give us some selected matches here. In uh, in in Mexico, we have one, two, three. We have six games that we're going to share with you here, and these are the matches. We have um, uh, Wang uh, minus one ninety five against uh, Vickery plus one fifty five. Donovetic uh, a heavy favourite minus one ninety five against Tusarenko plus one fifty five. There's that Azorio game a little bit further down there minus three thirty five against Mayor Sheriff, and Caroline Garcia a very very heavy minus five ninety favourite against Kai uh, Ivan at plus 4.30. I think there's a potential to have Jose Garcia there. Ivan, you can bet, plus five and a half games. Um, what are your thoughts, Roy? Give us your opinions on these first-round matches. Yeah, so start at the top. Um, Vickery's been in pretty good form of late. Um, she beat higher-ranked players in the qualifiers. She thrashed Spain's Aliona Bolsova yesterday. Wang hasn't been in bad form, although she did suffer a surprise defeat to Marcella Zacharias in the recent ITF 60K in Mexico, in Irapuato. Um, Merida last week, Wang went out to Elisabetta Cochereto, who was our outright pick. I think Vickery's experience of the court from the qualies should give her the edge here. And she also won their only previous meeting, which was on hard court. So I think there's enough in her favour. So I like the plus 155 about Sasha Vickery. The second match. Now, Serenko won both her qualifiers in straight sets to get here. Um, she beat Anna Conja yesterday, who's talented, but sadly very, very injury prone. Now she faces another Croatian in, in Dona Vekic, who, as I said, I like on quicker surfaces, but these Monterey courts, if they're like last year, they're, they're going to be slow. And Serenko has experience of the court, so it might take a little while for Vekic to adjust to the conditions. Serenko to win the match is, is plus 155, but I, I like the angle of her to win the first set because I say I just think it will take Vekic a bit too long. You know, she, she she could find herself sort of behind early because Serenko's used to the conditions. So Serenko to win the first set at plus 132 is my pick. I mean, Vekic might come back to win the match. I, you know, she's the better player. Um, but as I say, the conditions won't necessarily suit her. Um, so it's whether she she can come back quickly enough. So I like Serenko to win the first set in that match. Uh, we've got Rebecca Peterson against Elisabetta Cochiretto. Now, Peterson went all the way to the final in Merida after quali coming through qualifying. And she lost to Georgie in the final. Uh, Cochiretto lost in three sets in the quarters to Katerina Siniakova. Um, the Swede will surely be fatigued here, but countering that in that Cochiretto, she's had a fair share of of fitness issues herself in the past. Um, so while I was tempted by the Italian in, in straight sets at the plus 175, um, I think I'll give this one a miss. Um, the next one's really, really interesting. Elise Mertens uh, against Diana Schneider. 
Um, Schneider is, is juggling pro tennis with college at North Carolina State. She hasn't played on the tour since taking a set of Maria Sakkari at the Australian Open. We, we backed her to win there. Um, she's been unbeaten in college play since. She's inside the top 100 in the world. Now, Merton's actually looked quite good in patches against Danielle Collins in Doha, but served a number of double faults at vital times. I'm not going to have a bet. It's a good match to watch, though. I mean, Merton should win this, and the prices tell you that. But Schneider, Russian-born left-hander, really definitely one to watch um, as the season progresses. Um, she probably has conditions to suit, but Merton's, you'd think Merton's experience might see her home here. Um, next up, yeah, Camilla Osorio against Maya Sheriff, which you've, you've already mentioned. Sheriff, very much a clay quarter. I mean, it's slow, but but she definitely prefers the red stuff. And um, so I, I do fancy Osorio to, to go quite deep here. Um, so that's that one. And then Garcia Yuvana, as you've said, there is a case Garcia just might not turn up for this. I mean, there's appearance money and I'm sure she'll have one eye on Indian Wells uh, and Miami beyond that. So, yeah, maybe Yuvan, as you say, on the handicap might be a bet, uh, perhaps Yuvan to win a set. But there are reasons to think that Garcia might not make very easy weather of this one. Mm, interesting thoughts. There's some really nice matchups there, some really nice plays there from Rory. In Mexico, uh, moving just across the border over into Texas, Austin, uh, Austin, Texas, sorry. We have a WTA event there um, where it's quite hot. The weather's very hot, very humid. Uh, a lot of thunderstorms likely in, in the middle part of next week. So what are the conditions uh, on court conditions we expect here? Now, this is an interesting tournament. It's never been played before. It's an inaugural event. First time on the WTA Canada. So we're probably going into a little bit of the unknown, but you've done your research. What, what do you think the condition is going to be like there, Rory? Yeah, there, there was some YouTube footage of qualifying. Um, doesn't look the quickest, I have to say. Um, I was watching some of the Coco van der Vey. She, searched, she did serve plenty of aces in, in defeat to Luisa Chirico, but, but van der Vey, she serves aces everywhere. It's the rest of the game that's, that's not so great especially as she's advancing in years. Um, she's actually getting in as a lucky loser to the main draw because Emma Raducanu's pulled out. The Briton has a, a bout of tonsillitis, the latest sort of a catalogue of injuries and, and, and setbacks for the Briton. Uh, hopefully she's well again soon. Um, so from what I saw in, in from that footage, it's not the quickest surface. It's not as slow as Monterey, but it, but it is certainly not the quickest. Um, the draw... Magna Lynette seeded one for the second week running. Um, as we know, she uh, went out, I think it was the quarterfinals uh, in uh, Merida last week. The top half does look the stronger. So you've got Lynette, you've got Lynn's winner, Anastasia Potapova there, Sloan Stevens, Alicia Parks is there. Again, I don't think the courts will play to her strengths, the big serve and, and powerful ground strokes. I just think these courts will be too slow. For her to show her best. Uh, bottom half, Shui Zhang is seeded too, but she's definitely been out of form of late. Danielle Collins on paper, she's the standout in the bottom half, no doubt. But she's been pretty disappointing of late as well. Um, Hobart winner Lauren Davis is there. One interesting name, um, there's a couple of interesting names in the bottom half who we touch on. One is Robin Montgomery, who won the, the US girls singles and doubles titles in 2021 uh, she actually faces van der Vey in the first round so that'll be that'll be quite interesting um 
but yeah, uh, we'll have a look at the outright odds in a minute. But it's it's an open tournament. There are no, I say, Collins would be the standout names wise. She's currently ranked forty in the world. Um, she's obviously had injury problems in over constant injury problems really for the last two or three years, and she hasn't played brilliantly well lately. Um, so um, if you were just looking on reputation, it would be her. But I think there are there are reasons. Um, reasons to oppose her and reasons to oppose the the top players in the betting yeah Dan- danielle collins is unsurprisingly the favorite to win the wta event in austin texas let's have a look at the markets there these are the outright uh prices with bet rivers danielle collins uh, plus five dollars uh, magda lynette the number one seed is plus 600 Anastasia Potapova plus seven hundred, Costa Yuk plus eight fifty, Yastremeska is plus twelve hundred, Lauren Davis plus twelve hundred, uh, Zhang plus fourteen hundred, Kat McNeely fourteen hundred, and then the two Americans on diff- differing paths of their career. Sloane Stevens towards the end of her career at fourteen hundred, and Alicia Parks, a very talented player, but Rory is say is is under the impression that the conditions will not suit the young American, maybe too fast for her, and she sorry too slow for, her, and she's plus sixteen hundred. Um, it looks a tough puzzle to p- solve this. If you look at the, uh, the the outright markets, I mean, I, I'm finding it very, very difficult to have much confidence in many of the market leaders, and I'm really sort of undecided about where I should uh, should be heading on this outright market. What 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 are your conclusions? What have you come to here, Roy? Yeah, I can actually see some of the odds have slightly changed, but um, um, I think the top half is the tougher half. Um, I'm going to go for Anastasia Potapova here. Um, she hasn't played since winning in Linz, so I don't think we're going to have the you know following up syndrome. Uh, I think she's well rested since Linz. Um, Linz was indoors, but very very slow for indoors. So I, I think they'll play pretty similar here. Um, she's not a massive price. She's actually plus seven fifty now. I think just looking at that top half. She's probably the safest proposition. Um, Lynette, as we know, struggled last week. You know, she should have lost in the first round. She she did go out in the quarters. Um, I just look at those names. Sloane Stevens, we know, is is inconsistent. Um, Alicia Parks, as I said, conditions not quick enough for her. I, I think Potapova is the safest proposition in in the first one. So plus seven fifty each way bet. For me in the bottom half i'm gonna go for one at a big price um annalena friedson the german she made her reputation on clay had a couple of quiet years but she's really come back to form of late in linz she came through qualifying she beat Annalena kalanina which was a, a good win uh, before she lost to potapova in the quarterfinals she won the first set of that, and I think she just ran out of puff, really, because she'd been through the qualifiers. She'd had a couple of match- tough matches, and uh, in the third set, Potapova won 6-1. I think she I think she was spent, to be honest. She's no, she's no qualifiers for her this time, so she comes in fresh. Um, she's solid from the baseline. She's got a good drop shot, and um, I think these this tournament, the conditions will suit her. I think she can go a long way here. And I'm just going to check her odds. Yeah, she's she's now $40. So I, I think that's a really nice each-way bet. In a, a really open bottom half, she might be the answer. You never know. It's 
it's one of those where you know you could pick five or six players in that bottom half and 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 still not get a finalist um i just think her style of play not quick conditions i think she could i think she could spring a bit of a surprise here yeah, it's very wide open in that bottom half of the draw. Anybody's capable of getting through there. The top half, as Rory said, is the one that's loaded. And Magdalenette is a fade for me again. I think she's a very false number one seed, very false joint yeah. favourite or close to joint favourite here. Obviously, she's had a brilliant uh, Australian Open, and that's the reason why. But since then, her form hasn't really been up to anything. I think the expectation and, and the from from her now is she's taken her to a level that I don't think she can match. So I think she's dropped down the rankings. And it's no surprise to see Danielle Collins as the favourite here. But obviously with some big tournaments coming up in America again, is motivation here a big impactor for her in a new tournament, new surroundings? She'll want to be going into Indian Wells and Miami with some form, but I don't think she's going to be the pick here. So Anastasia Potapova, a sensible wager, plus 750, currently on the Bet Rivers website. Obviously these prices are subject to fluctuation. Please, uh, Check out the website because they are changing all the time. But plus, around about plus seven fifty, we like Potapova and a big price at the bottom half of the draw. Uh, Freedsome, uh, around about forty to one, um, decent odds there. Uh, you have got six matches for us to look at uh, on the first round over in Texas, and uh, there we have them. We have uh, Blinkova minus one fifty nine uh, against Lee. Hopefully, if you bet in the games, you don't blink and it's all over. Uh, you have uh, hey, Zhe Zhang minus 235 uh, against Harriet Lee, uh, plus 180. Uh, Astra uh, uh minus 195 against Freed Sam. Obviously, our pick. I think I can see where Rory's probably going to go be going there, plus 150. Uh, KT Bolter, minus 120 against Peyton Stearns, minus 104 in a, in a pick'em game. And then two heavy favourites with Kostiuk and our pick, Potter Pover. Um, talk us through the matches. Would you like there? Yeah, we'll whiz through them. Blinkover's not been in great form. Lee came through qualifying. She's not been in great form too, and she'd prefer a quicker surface. And I hope Lee can string some wins together. I think she's a talented player, but she's one to watch later in the year. So that one's just to watch. Similar with Dart and Zhang, they're struggling players. Zhang's been really disappointing of late. She's a very false second seed here. I'd fancy Dart if she was showing any sort of form, but she really hasn't. So I think Zhang will win, even if she is a bit short. As you suggested, I, I like Friedson for this match. Um, Yastremska can be quite flaky at times. She lost the plot against Tatiana Marie's drop shots and slices in Thailand at the start of the month. She has scored some reasonable wins since, and the bookies have clearly noted that, but... But I think Freedsome, she'll frustrate her. She, she's a canny player, and I, I really fancy her to win this at plus 150. And, and as I say, have a, a decent run in this tournament. Next one's very interesting. Peyton Stearns against Katie Bolter. Stearns is something of a revelation of late. She's She comes into this off the back of two ITF tournament wins. Um, she won the 25K in Orlando and then a 60K in Rome, Georgia. She hasn't beaten big names in either, but she did beat um, Robin Montgomery fairly easily. Um, that was in Orlando, in the final in Orlando. And she also beat Robin Anderson um, in Rome. Robin Anderson sort of top 150, higher than that on her day. Um, Rome was indoors, um, but Orlando was outdoors. She did actually win an ITF event in Austin late last year, but it was, at, it was actually at a different venue to this tournament. Um, and you might have seen her at the US Open. She gave Ekaterina Alexandrova a real fright in the first round 
Uh, the Russian came through 7-5 in the third. Bolt has not been in great form. First round exit in Thailand. She had two wins in qualifying here, but the second was by retirement in the third set. I think Stearns could could win this, and I think she might do it fairly comfortably. Um, I'm, I'm going to go for the American to win in straight sets. Um, and there's actually bigger odds on Bet Rivers. If you go for the bet, Bolter, there's a market Bolter to win at least one set. And if you click on no, um, it's actually bigger than straight sets 2-0. So uh, Bolter not to win a set is plus 220. So that's my my bet here. Um, Kostiuk against Galfie. Kostiuk's been quite shaky, um, particularly early round. She dropped a set against Ipek Oz in Dubai, and, and that was a match she really should have won comfortably against the Turk. Um, Galfie beat Bernarda Perra in three sets in Linz, um, which was a good result. Perra's sort of top 50. Um, she had to pull out injured against Marketa von Drusifer. Um, she hasn't played since, but she showed good form in Austria. I think she can give Kostiuk something to think about. So I'm going to go for over two and a half sets for this match. Uh, and that's plus 185 uh, in Kostiuk against Galfie. And the final one, yeah, is one-sided. And Anastasia Potapova uh, against Elizabeth Mandlik, who's actually the daughter of Hannah Mandlikova, who some of your, some of your older viewers, uh, older listeners might remember. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like me. me. Um <laughs> Grand Slam winner, Anna Mandlikova. She was very good in doubles. Um, Navratilova. Um, it was Navratilova and Mandlikova. They were the doubles. There you go. They were the doubles yeah. partnership. She would always so, get to like semifinals and quarterfinals over the majors and then run into like one of the big guns. She was, you know, she she played obviously Navratilova and she come for that sort of Steffi Graf era as well. And she just never had it to get to the to the finals, but she was a great doubles player with the with Navratilova. Yeah. And, and her daughter is a decent player. Um, she's she's no great shakes, though. I think she's got a wild card into this. Um, her, I don't think her ranking's quite good enough for automatic entry into this tournament. Um, and as I say, I, I, I'm not going to have a bet here, but I think Potapova should win this fairly comfortably um, before hopefully going all the way to the final. That will be absolutely lovely. Uh, minus 480 <laughs> for Potapova against Elizabeth Manlik. Um, check out the Bet Rivers website for all the match bets, all the specials. There's about 40 different ways you can have on all these different games, not uh, all the different special markets and you know the handicaps, which make this, at least when you've got a heavy favour like Potapova, the handicap makes it much more interesting to have a bet on. And uh, we believe that she should be far too strong for Hannah Mandikova's Young young daughter. Um, Rory, just give us a quick recap of the two tournaments, what your main picks are, the tournament winner and the uh, the bet and the match bets if you can for the first round. Yeah, so for Monterey, um outright selection is Camilo Osorio at twenty dollars each way. And for our matches in Monterey, Sasha Vickery to beat Jin Yu Wang at plus one five five. Lesia Serenko to win the first set against Donovekic, that's plus one three two. So that's Monterey. Austin outright uh, bets. Anastasia Potapova each way at plus 750. And Anna Lena each way at plus $4,040. And match bets there. Uh, we've got Anna Lena to beat Diana Yastremska at plus 150. Uh, Peyton Stearns against Katie Bolter. We're going for Bolter not to win a set at plus 220. And Marta Kostyuk against Dalma Galfi. Uh, we're going for over two and a half sets at plus 185. 
And there's some fantastic wages there to keep you very busy over the next 24 hours or so. Uh, we will be back tomorrow on Game Bet Match, where I'll be joined by Sean Calvert looking at the ATP Tour action in Dubai. Uh, big day there. Uh, looking there for the second round matches over in Dubai. Uh, there's three ways to follow us on uh, on Game Bet Match. You can follow us on Twitter on our joint handle at Because We Win. You can download us on your preferred podcast provider at Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. And you can also follow us on our YouTube channel, which is the Bet Rivers Network. Give us a subscribe there and get an alert every time something drops. Uh, Rory will be back with us next week, next Monday, when it's a huge week of tennis. We'll be looking at Indian Wells. And the following week, we have Miami as well. So really, really big tennis coming up action here on Game Bet Match, your home of tennis betting. Uh, check out the Bet Rivers website for all the prices. Obviously, the prices do change. And please remember to gamble responsibly. Rory, thank you very much for joining us. Have a great week. Have a great week, everybody. And hopefully we can be cashing those tickets. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. <laughs>